tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, wait for it! You know what that noise means, that sound, that amazing song. That means we are here again at AfterBuzz TV doing an after show for CNN's High Profits. We're here at episode six, Sneaky Smart, most amazing docuseries I've ever participated in watching and talking about. Yeah, definitely. I I love it. And it's so educational for me. So I'm for everybody, but really smart. That is the voice of my lovely co-host, Andrea, who's here with us. And where can people tweet at you if they'd like to during this show? You guys can tweet at me, at Andy Fasano. And I'm on Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat, too. Yeah. Well, all that later. Now all we, that. we want tweets now. We want to you yeah. know what you people are thinking. You guys can tweet at me. I am Steph Z with an F. Also, we love bringing you guys this show. We love your comments. We love your interaction. We do read all of them. What we ask from you guys is if you get a chance to go to podcastone.com mm-hmm. and there's a little survey on there. You can tell us how we're doing. You can t- give some more feedback, any other comments, questions. It really helps us make sure that we're bringing you a great show and that is our goal. So if you get a chance, again, go to podcastone.com and give us some more feedback. That'd be good, especially for a show like this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let us know what you're thinking, because it's a little different than the other After Buzz. Yeah, it'd be super shows. awesome. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's get right into it. I'm still on my high from Catherine being uh, here last week. I'm so jealous, Catherine. I know you're going to be watching this. I am so sorry I missed you. Yeah, uh, she was awesome, and I, I was actually... Um, you know, lucky enough to have some time with her after the show and That's actually awesome. like get to know her more as a person. And she's an amazing person, Catherine. Thanks again for coming. We love your support. Yeah. We love all the support we've been getting for this show. A lot of totally. people have been, you know, starting the conversation and involving us in the conversation, which is super duper awesome. So let's get right into this. Let's dive. We start this episode at the Oak Creek you know, club, mm-hmm. the, the new space, yes. Brian and Caitlin's new space. And we see Brian, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little confused. We see struggle, yeah, but we see him, you know, saying there's no money eating, you know, that thing that you would Lunchable. eat when lunchables, Lunch- yeah, something like that, <laughs> that you would eat. He's in like, like, he's like fifth grade. I right, like right, fifth exactly. Grade. <laughs> and it, I, I understand times are tight, but I don't know. I feel like, is it really that tight? And, you know, for him to be doing all that work, is it really that smart that he's not taking care of himself? That's where I go, and I don't know if that's, you know... Well, I don't know. I think, first of all, for to be a business that they're trying to make it as big as it is, maybe. I mean, mm. clearly he's doing a lot of the work himself, which is funny in itself compared to what Caitlin complains and cries about as far as the business aspect. Right. But he's I can doing... appreciate that because as a business owner, if you do it all yourself, you know exactly... Like, if you're, he, if well, he hired somebody else right. and they were not passing inspection exactly. time after time, he'd be like... Like, what am what? I paying you for? Yep. Now he knows. Uh-huh. So that would be wasted money and um, also wasted time. But, yeah, he's hands-on. But I think it's also great because he is saving money by doing right. it him- 
himself, and then he only has himself to blame if they're not right. up to par with the time frame for the yeah. regulations of the building. Yeah, I just don't want to see but him, you know, it, pass yeah, out. Yeah, you, you're he, so worried about him. I, 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 I'm connected to him. <laughs> I, I care about are. him. Brian, I care about you. I want you to be yeah. healthy. You got but a lot ahead of you. I that's smart. I mean, it's, it's interesting to see him so hands-on. I didn't even know he had it in him to do that kind of, hand, you know, oh, I saw, that I kind saw of that, work, the know. contractual work. And so that's kind of cool. But... Yeah, I mean, first of all, any contractor, they don't leave to take lunch. Like, they have it there. So whether he yeah. went to Subway and got a sandwich or is eating his Lunchables, it's kind of the same I mean, thing. I feel like Caitlin maybe could have brought him lunch. <laughs> there you go. Just saying. <laughs> no, but it but is. Nice it she's is. always cooking. I know. In this episode, we see a lot of her cooking. I'm like, that's great. It's, ther- it's probably therapeutic for her. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot to get into what's happening <laughs> with their relationship. But, you know, trying to stay about this, you know, new grow house for a minute. I feel like there's a lot of things um, in this for me. I Yes. I, and we talked about this right before we went on air. I do think Brian is very smart. Mm-hmm. Something that stood out to me as a red flag of Brian being a new business owner in this episode was the fact that he actually thought the inspectors would clear a room rather than a building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, well, I kind of was expecting maybe this piece could get cleared so that we can start making business. And they're like, yeah, it doesn't really work like that, dude. (laughs) And I was like, how did... He knows the regulations for everything, his business and everything, and you don't know the regulations for your building, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it would be, and again, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like, you know, showing, and I like that it shows that as tough and as cocky that Brian Mm, can be, there is some flaws in him as well, (laughs) and maybe it's his optimism, but... Clearly, I would think, you know, as a business owner, that if you were had to have a building pass inspection, they wouldn't be like, okay, well, that part's not up. This one is. We're going to, you know, this little piece is, and we're going to trust that you're not going to go into this piece. You're only going to use the piece that it, like, that just seemed really wonky to me. I mean, I agree, but it's a kind of thing where, exactly, maybe he's not the super builder that we are seeing him try to be, and then it's just... There's holes in, you know what I mean? In everyone's plan. And and I think, too, one of the things that also could be, because, again, Brian, I love you, uh, <laughs> is I feel like it's just he's so overwhelmed. Oh, way. So, I, and that's really? not an excuse. You know, no. like, I feel like when you create a business, everyone's overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I was... You know, I, I don't know that I I feel like I disagreed with Caitlin when she made the statement that this business is harder than starting any other business in the car when she was driving. She doesn't know that because she never started another Yeah, business. I feel like I, I, and one of the reasons why I love this show so much and I feel that this is a show that starts the conversation is because mm-hmm. it's very relatable. So any person that's ever been in business can relate right. to the, these growing brains. Different ingredients, different answers that are needed. Absolutely. But growing pains... Are growing pains and a lot of their yeah. problems are kind of champagne problems they had these problems because they made a lot of money in the beginning <laughs> and they didn't really maybe know exactly how to allocate it for knowing what the what would happen in the future yeah so i feel like it's a little bit that was a little i didn't really agree with that statement i just think that if anything it's it's what we see and know that yes this is a new an empire or a new entrepreneurship business right. but like you're saying, with any business, there are problems and issues, and you go through the growing pains of that. So it's like I said, she hasn't done another business, and this is right. a huge undertaking. So cool, yeah. credit where credit's young, due, and but she's young, and for the most part, <clears throat> she's you know, I, I mean, I like her, I like who she's being. I feel that you know, she's definitely an emotional 
more emotional. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, I I feel like it's easy for us to poke fun or blame her for crying and mm-hmm. doing stuff and acting the way she is. But to look at the flip side of that, she's actually just being vulnerable and real. Yeah. And that's how it occurs for her. Some people get frustrated. Some people work harder. Some people break down. Mm-hmm. And for her, she's showing that vulnerability. And again, it's, yeah. it's usually the, the path that you feel like you wouldn't want to pick yourself because it's a, it's a paralyzing path. Mm-hmm. But... I like that she's that we're getting to see that too. Well, there was one part in this show where she didn't cry a lot in the show. I saw your guys' show from last time, and she did a lot of that in episode five. Yeah, but then she's crying. He walks in and he hugs her, and I felt like from a production standpoint, that was pretty cool that she's not an actor and she would allow us to capture. Her being that vulnerable. Right. I thought that was pretty great because you're right. I mean, and she is a 25, 20-something-year-old girl. She's 25, yeah. Over, you know, this is a huge thing. And it's an amazing yeah. thing. And it's so successful. But, like, it's it's a little overwhelming. You know totally. what I mean? So I, I liked that she doesn't shy away from the camera with that and letting us see that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I also, you know, I don't, I don't feel 100% clear as a viewer as <laughs> to knowing what her original plan is. Was for you know herself. they've been they've been right. in this they've been in this business for five plus years right it's becoming clear that because of Brian's past like we talked about last week mm-hmm. that he couldn't get this Initiate license right. to be an owner so she did it because they were a couple and they mm-hmm. decided to Partners. do it as a team mm-hmm. yeah so did she think that he would have got it sooner like we I don't, don't know. know if she's like. We don't know if if she thought it would play different, and yeah. she's already overextended herself right, to what she right. thought she'd signed up for. I don't feel 100% clear in that. Right. Well, I agree, and it's only been not even a year so far into this docuseries. So, yes, they've been at it for years before, but, right. you know, agreed. But my favorite part was when, after that moment, um, she was leaning against the counter and said, you know, there's more things I want to do with my life than work. And I was like, yeah, I wrote that, sister. Down. Because yeah, who but, doesn't? But, but you're 25! Are you kidding me? Caitlin, I love you. I love that you're allowed to do this. But I was like, and, and not only, I want to know what else she wants to do. But I don't See, think she I don't maybe care what else meant she it that wants. way. I don't like, think she meant it that way. I, I, I feel like she was a little like, bit out of context. But and I had the way that we were set up for that. Yeah, I, I literally wrote the same thing down there. But yeah. it was awesome. I was like, you're 25, and you. There's more things you want to do with your life. We all do, but like, you have to work. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, I that was you. hilarious. It was, I, I do feel maybe that it was set up. It was kind of lobbed out in of, for us I to agree. hit that one out of the park. I know. But yeah, I feel uh, the same way. I was like, really, 25, you're done working. All right, cool. Peace. Good luck with that. Such a good plan. Um, So we do see, you know, that Brian gets the license application approved Mm -hmm. for the EMD. So that's exciting. And I wonder, you know, we've only got two episodes left. So it's going to be very interesting to see if we do see that break between Brian and Caitlin Mm -hmm. or not. I'm really curious to see what happens in that scenario. Right, right. I wonder, do you think... I mean, I don't know the... I don't know that if the application is approved, the paperwork takes how long the paperwork takes, right. I guess. I don't know. So I have to say, I know I missed five, but in episode five, I thought it was a really clear wear and tear on their actual relationship over right. just the company relationship, the partnership. So then in six, to see that they're like kind of okay, that's, that's good. But 
I don't know, because a lot can happen there. Yeah, I give them a lot of credit. Me too. I mean, again, we see the ups and downs, and we don't know their life, but to start a business with someone that you're in a relationship with is a hard and task. And I'll give it to her again. The emotions got to come out through that, too. Yeah. Like, come on. It's She's keeping so it hard. real. She really I, I appreciate is. that. That's awesome. Um, so. Okay, so yeah, so the girl has... The other thing that I wanted to talk about the girl has is we see, we see a lot of... What I really liked about this episode is I feel like we were actually educated on marijuana. I feel like we were educated on the trim, on different ways that it can be used, the wax, how long it takes. I never even heard of wax before this episode. (laughs) You can make fun of me. Bring it on, guys. No, no, I didn't. And then actually, last weekend, somebody said something to me about wax. I was down in San Diego and I was like, oh my God, you know what that is too? You are yes, hilarious. Andrea, it's okay. I was like, oh, okay. But it's the the interesting part to me is one of the first times that we meet Sonny. Mm-hmm. We we see him, you know, Sonny the bud tender. We see him, and at the end of the episode, and this is when we had Lizzie on the episode. At the end of the episode is when he's like smoking that like spider bong with right. a bunch of people. So it was almost like from the beginning, I don't feel like I gave him enough. Credit, credit for who for his brilliance. Mm-hmm. He's really educated. Yeah, he really. But he's also passionate. This is his right. This is dead his passion, on. And Jeff too. Life. They all are very passionate yeah. and educated. Which again puts me back into that category. If there's gonna be someone on Main Street, these people are so educated and they've to been be, yeah. through the ringer. So why wouldn't you want the people that? are so aware yeah. of what they need, like what rules, quote unquote, they need to follow in order to stay there. Because mm-hmm. um, again, it, it just keeps showing me that this is a classy organization. Right. What, what, I mean, the word classy is different to every person. <laughs> right. I understand that, but it's Everyone not. Everyone knows what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's not just a bunch of stoners no. looking up online how to grow weed. But like I, they, they really know. Absolutely. And I love the fact that even that girl, um, she, one of the, workers there she was explaining how the average bud has like 12 percent thc and then the wax and all those other ones have like 88 right which and, and then that led into a little scene or or cut of people talking about again doses and how if you don't know and everything with the firemen like right how you don't know what you're really taking or what's good enough for you and that kind of thing that's the only part that scares me with this business but when you are talking to people that do know yeah how much is in each piece or whatever you're buying then you do feel well educated and maybe you won't overdose and yeah. sunny waits really quick did you hear when sunny goes i tried, I tried to, to overdose OD. and i slept for <laughs> 17 hours totally. yeah. well I think that Colorado being set up the way it is is way ahead of the game than California. For example, okay. I've heard that in California that they don't have the like you can't walk in Colorado you can walk into any shop and ask the percentage of THC and they'll know the answer. In California they don't. Do they have to know the answer in Colorado? Uh, I would or maybe guess. they're just more I educated. would guess so cuz it's yeah. regulated. regulated. You're right. Um and they don't know that here, you know, in California, even though there is medicinal marijuana. Mi- I was just going to say, that, no. I would want that to be 10 times more regulated than and recreational. And also, the way that they handle the cannabis weed is right. very different in the fact where it's more of a food 
industry standards in Colorado really? where people wear gloves, hairnets, you know, and in California, you can go down to Venice Beach and they'll put their fingers and just take oh your piece and give it to you, which is interesting because I would have never, Who I would have never thought, yeah. yeah, I would have never, I would have walked in there and it's a plant, you wouldn't think that, but that's what you're putting in your butt. It's very interesting that that's Ew. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, with how many dispensaries in California, or let's go there, Venice Beach has alone, how, right. are, how is there not some sort of regulation on that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, you know, it's still a tricky oh my situation. God. I the wouldn't funny- think that, though. I wouldn't have known that, like, Colorado was so treating it, like you said, as the food industry. Yeah, so they really cool. are, which is good to know. Um, you know, again, the thing with the firemen that stuck out for me is <laughs> it was a little bit... I understand what they're saying that people, you know, you can't really overdose on weed and people, I mean, you can get messed up or whatever, but <clears> people, <throat> it takes the firemen away from serious calls. But Absolutely. you know what? Soda drunk drivers, yeah. you know, soda people that, you know, I feel like that was a very, the way that they pointed that out to me, it, it got me a little bit angry. Did there's it? A, there's, there's a lot of people that probably panic in a situation that is not life-threatening. Right. I mean, I guess drunk driving can be life-threatening, so they should call the police. I'm not saying they shouldn't. Right. But that's someone creating a mess a that's unnecessary. That happen, yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, I don't feel like every call that the police go out on is a life-or-death call. So I feel like that was just singling out marijuana when there's probably a lot of things that call and take them away from things that could be serious. And right. also, they should be smart enough to know that if they get a more serious call, that they should tend to that. Yes. So I felt like that was a little bit forced, that feeling, or a little bit yeah. ignorant, maybe is the right to word. To say? I, I, yeah. The only thing with that I mean, is because I... get I, it, but yeah. in the same sense... I definitely sense, heard him say that, and I want, I'm glad you commented on it. But it's funny because I, I got it. But mind you, I come from a really big fire department family. Oh, geez. like yeah, um, <laughs> on Long Island. Oh yeah, <laughs> all right. All in Syosset. Sorry, What's up, I went guys? to the firehouse dances. Uh, well, I everything <laughs> happened at the firehouse. But uh, I was like, I'm gonna get married at the firehouse. Like that's how right. I grew up. But I, I mean, and they're volunteers, so I do get that. And a lot of times, it's like car accidents and and you know, like fires are obviously the most intense. But um. I have to say that the only thing that, that's the only thing he said that I could say is negative because they were pretty honest about the fact that it's not a big deal. That, right. you know what I mean? That's what so I'm that's saying. Why I didn't it take was... that comment that bad, but, um, I, I, I got your point. it. Yeah. And understand again, if it's a small town, but say large over an area, like, yeah, you know, I can't think of the word, but just vicinity. Right. And it, there's only one fire department, maybe, for Breck. Oh, there's, there's got to be more than one. I don't know, because I don't know how large it is, but yeah. if they only have a certain amount of trucks or, or right. manpower, then you never know like what the seriousness right. of I'm that is. Right, I'm just saying to single out that marijuana is something that takes fire people away from right. serious situations is <laughs> Grandma not and Grandpa really... are hovering in the corner. Right, which is a <laughs> hilarious visual, but it's not the only thing that does that. So right. it was like they almost had a full positive review of it, yes. but it's not that bad, but they had they to throw had that to. one thing in yeah. I was like, to. but that's why we don't want it in Breck. <laughs> so, I mean, I was surprised that they came from the angle of, of support, basically. Like, it's not a big deal. We right. don't have that many calls in six months. You know, I was actually surprised by that. Yeah. No, I was surprised by that a little bit, too. 
Um, okay, moving on. Yes. Let's get to some more of... There's like some meaty stuff I know. There. I'm leaving the meat. I'm I know. leaving the like, meat. Let's I'm go. leaving the meat. I want to get through all the rest because I know we're going <laughs> to stay on the meat. You know, we see... Let's go through some of the town council members. We see yeah. Elizabeth again, mm-hmm. who I feel that she is now sitting in a place of not... You, She's questioning her decision, saying, where was my spine? And not that it would have changed the vote necessarily, because it would have just been two. One other, right, exactly. But to her, it's resonating that she failed herself Mm -hmm. in a way. Not That's super dramatic. But she didn't do, she didn't follow her gut. Yeah, which uh, I will say about this, Elizabeth, I enjoy that she went there with herself and on camera and was like, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have backed down or let these people bully me. And I love that she approached that and, and kind of was truthful with herself yes. about that. Because I don't think a lot of us can be, or a lot of those guys even on the board, they're very, they're sticklers and they're very with it. Um, their, you know, their beliefs, they just go all through with them. But right. she kind of, she wavered, which is a, is a whatever, wishy-washy is a thing. But, you know, for her to come back and say that, I thought that was a big deal. No, I agree with I'm you. pretty big of her. But then you're like, nothing we could do now. No, and I, I don't know. Maybe there is something you, she can do. Maybe she'll become part of this campaign to, to help. But I don't know. I, I, she was saying Brian's not even doing anything about it, so she can't help them. Yeah, and I was going to go job. there. Yeah, which is and very interesting. Conceded. Yes. Which I thought was huge. It was a two-second clip, but she was yeah. even like, I have to go with whatever. I mean, she's the lone wolf right now. Yeah. Which I give her credit for that. I really, Again? really give her credit for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But yeah, it is um, the. Well, again, now we go to Brian. We'll look at this real quick, and then we'll come back to mm-hmm. it about Brian and the campaigning. You know how Elizabeth right. says something about it. You know, is it that he's at this point in the game? Is does it resonate with you that he's doesn't want to campaign or that he's overwhelmed and can't? I think I'm gonna go here. Do it. Um, because you've said Brian's smart, 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 and you've been a big fan. And I've been trying to just carefully watch him and see where his, like, where his opinions and his business takes him. I think that he's trying to outsmart everyone in the easiest and cheapest way possible for their business. And that's where the buying or getting into another location comes in. So it's not that he's not concerned with it. I just think he's, He's kind of hoping a prayer. Maybe there's a third way out, and yeah. and that will solve everything for everyone, and especially us. Which yeah. I'm going to say, that's very smart. I think he's trying to outsmart people. I agree. I think he's... Instead of playing that I game. I think he's trying to outsmart people, but I think he knows he's trying to outsmart people, yeah. so I'm really curious to see if that's going to bite him in the butt. I think it will, but I, then then no matter what, he's made a decision, and he, he yeah. he's done either way. So I guess he has to throw up his hands and say, whatever you, the people, want and believe, I'm going to still stand here and tell you that this is what we do, we're educated about it, this is right. why we shouldn't, shouldn't have to move. But he, he's kind of sunk either way, because it's right. going to go how it's going to go. So let's segue from that into the Gary Freeze, yes. how he visits Gary, yes. and this is exactly what you're talking about. He's trying to outsmart them, or maybe he's trying to use leverage. He's trying mm-hmm. to use, you guys don't want me here. I won't fight this. Right. Help me get somewhere else. Let's mm-hmm. meet in the middle. Everybody's happy. So, which except I thought, the airport road people. 
Right, which he doesn't really care about <laughs> no. the airport road people anyway. But I thought that was a brilliant I, absolutely. go. Well, that's what I mean. He's, he's Catherine, trying to be out of the box. Because right. the box right now is the board and the one vote. Right. We see later that Catherine tells him it was too late to do that and it's not going to work. So that's very interesting as well. Because no. we don't necessarily see the exact timeline. Right. As right. well as she would know. I think she was just saying it. Um, well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so now we come to... I think to- Catherine's is smart to kind of get on the other end and be like, no, you can't. Like, yeah. she's going to be the one to... She's just smarter. Like, she'll just try to manipulate and be like, no, you can't. It's over. And it's like... Yeah. Uh, so he'll she either quiver and be like, oh, wait, is she right? Or he'll be like, F you. <laughs> you know? Right. I, I totally. got it. So then we get to Mike. Oh, Mikey, Mikey, Yeah, Mikey. he's huge. You know, this guy's come up in five episodes for, like, sound bites here and there, and in this one, he bit off yeah. more than he could chew, I'm gonna say, by the time we get to him at the end. I feel right? like the word hypocrite is in order. Absolutely. <laughs> and she calls the co-worker, the manager at Breckenridge um, Cannabis Club, called him out on that, being a hypocrite. Yeah, okay, so Mike is responsible for bringing, like, a 400 million dollar industry was it billion or billion 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 dollar industry of timeshares to brick mm-hmm. um now he wants the cannabis club to be removed from main street yet he shops there yes <laughs> hello people well how, how does that even occur you know what you know what the thing that sticks out for me i'm just gonna go there go the big thing about this mike thing and the big thing about this whole series for me and again i get who I am, what demo I lie in. Right. But I think that the people of the town council are actually making a worse image of Breckenridge than, than it would be to have a cannabis club on Main Street. Breckenridge, for most people out there, you even saw it when we had the transient episode three, I think, or four, right. whatever it was, that it was like, man, this is Breck. Breckenridge is known, yes, as nice, but also as open. It's known as this, incu- this like hub for any kind of person can go there and feel welcome. So the fact and that live. they're taking and live, yeah. So the visit, live, visit, yeah. The fact that they're taking this so far left. Is to me what's making me like feel, and I want to go to Breck, and I'm totally going because I want to see all this in person. <laughs> but it's making me. That's what's changing my opinion on Breck, right? Rather than them having the, cl- the one shop open or, or whatever. Even if they even had five four, shops if they open. figure out how to have Agreed. them, and they trust that they can instate any laws they need to have in right. order to make it not what they're scared of making it. What's the problem? I don't and know. And now I do. I have this like chip on my shoulder <laughs> about these people that run the town. That run the town and really for no reason should. Mm-hmm. It's like the super PTA. Right. Well, first of all, that's a good point. Like, who knows what's going to happen for the next board whenever right. that happens, a yearly thing. Um, I think it's funny because a bunch of people, um, even Mike Dudick said that, um, oh, what do you say? About the, that it's, Ten years down the line, he's thinking. So it's not about right now that they care ten about Ten years that. down the line, he no one's going to care. It's still going to be the same. It's been the same Breckenridge for a while. It's probably yeah. going to be the same later. Is that what you're saying? Right? Like, no, I'm saying that ten years from now, I would bet a lot of things. I won't say my life because I don't want to <laughs> bet my life. 
But I would bet a lot of things that 10 years from today, there is a cannabis store on Main Street in Breckenridge. Right. So the fact that they're holding on to this inevitable change that's happening, to me, is... It's almost like a pissing contest. Uh, uh, totally. You know, and it, it's it just is, very... and it's for most of, most of the people. But like, I like the mayor. I think it's not for him. He's a very realistic view of it, but on both sides, like, yeah, yeah. Fair. you know, a little That's bit. Fair. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to Dudek because the, uh, CNN did a superb job yeah. <laughs> of leading up to this guy because you keep wondering why are we getting all these bites, and sometimes the show can be a little confusing when there's like random people just having one soundbite, one comment, and then they're right. cutting to them together, and they they go together, but you're just like, okay, what story is this making? And then all of a sudden, you at the end, you have the producer turn around as Mike Dudek is saying why he doesn't want them on Main Street, and that his vote is that they shouldn't be on Main Street. And the producer asks, do you buy from them and have you been there and he said yes and they had this little conversation and then he turned around and said why do you go there and he said because it was convenient Convenient. and the guy was just like really and you saw in the show his whole demeanor changed oh his hands started moving you totally saw his nervous tics happen i just sold myself out as a hypocrite because that's everything i'm fighting against and the crazy thing is on the whole council He's the only person that I can somehow legitimize being there because he is responsible yes. for bringing all Large these people revenue. in. Yeah. And not even the money, take the money out of okay. the whole equation. He's responsible for creating space for all these people to come to the town. Got it. Everyone else is whoever. Right. So I feel, and the fact that he's the only one that kind of legit sits there for me, that he's shopping at the BCC, it's yep. like, that's. Case in point. It, it was amazing. It would be one thing, okay, if he's just shopping there and it's whatever, but for him to outright say, because it's convenient, and you're someone that's tr- fighting that convenience. If that's right. what it's about, come on, you know? Tourism, the fact that they have access to it. Yeah, And he was like, it's real nice. The people in there are real nice. That was like a political blunder and to it, the max. And again, <laughs> it's real nice. People there are great. Yeah. It's like, really, dude? Yep. That, that really... I love that. <laughs> yeah, I loved it, but it's... <clears throat> it, it again shows how crazy it is that, that what they, they don't really... Like, what are they really fighting for? Like, I really want to get inside their brain and understand what they think Breck is going to look like if there's a cannabis shop there or a couple dispensaries. Right. Is it going to be just stoners sleeping on the street so people have to step over bodies? Like, is that how crazy they think it's going to be? If it's still your town, take care of that. Mike's the guy buying weed. (laughs) Right, right. So he's scared of more people like him coming in to buy weed? Exactly. Good point. It's crazy. I know. Crazy, and that was the second best thing that I think happened in this episode. All right, well, right now we will move on I, I mean, to the first one that that was I, be- huge. I believe I know what your <laughs> first one would be. Miss uh, Catherine and Mister Brian mm-hmm. go out for a little bite to eat. I thought that was huge. That was the whole episode for me. Tell and there me why. Was, and there was a lot that happened, but yeah. that was the whole thing. And I know Catherine was here last week, and she that five was a huge introductory episode for her. Right. But six just took off. Right. Because um, we actually see, see her taking off in her little jogging outfit. Yeah, really. Nice socks. <laughs> I know, all this background, the socks and shorts, cute combo. <laughs> um, I, I, I 
this is where I saw how smart Brian really is. And this is where I saw Catherine kind of lose it a little bit in her hold on her, uh, what she's trying to do and scared of losing it. And I, it was funny because he even said everything that I thought that was in my head that was happening throughout their conversation. And then they'd have their talking heads after I saw, I love that he was saying everything I was thinking. And then I saw her saying everything I was thinking. I'm like, this is, you guys think you have one up on each other either way, but you're both, you, you see right through each other kind of deal. Right. And I thought that was huge. I don't know. No, I thought it was huge too. I think that, you know, Brian, I don't think Brian has any idea that she's no. as a wholesale. But that he she knows she's up to something. Right, but he doesn't know. Not and that's the difference. She knows what he's up to because he, he keeps told telling her. her. That I was shocked at. I was like, he kept asking her. Yeah, and he's he's got... he. He doesn't have a game face. Like, he keeps his, like, jovial face yeah. on the whole time, and he's just like, so what's your what's your angle? Yeah. What do you have invested in but this? But in the same sense, at this point in time, what she's doing is saying, you need a campaign. Let me help you right. with a campaign because you're not doing anything. So even if knowing she had something up her sleeve, no matter what that was, the yes vote helps Brian. Yes. I mean, but- I don't know. Maybe Brian's thinking that she... Has a space already, or the, maybe they, I don't. Who knows what he's saying? I would love but to get inside he, Brian's head. Also, on his side, he's thinking, "Dude, I got this other option over here. Maybe right. I'm waiting to get this other option. And guess what? It'll shit on you guys, for lack of a better word. Right? No matter what. So then I don't have to deal with the vote at all. It only affects you. I don't care if it affects you. It doesn't affect me any longer. Great, I'm scot-free. And that comes back to what I was saying before, but that's why I don't think he cares to reveal to her, because he's already got that info in. But he did reveal. No, he doesn't care that he revealed it, because it's already in the works. But I am still shocked that he did it. Because she even said in the other other, um, meeting with the girl... um, Amy? From... Amy, yes, Gabe from Soulshine, yeah. Soulshine Dispensary. Um, she said, I, "I guessed if it was City Market." Yeah, I mean, she she's knew. smart. They're both she's smart. smart. They're yeah. both like, you know, they're both smart. I, I wonder what it would be like if they teamed up. I totally. <laughs> I wonder. Talk about cores. That's what it would be. Yeah, something like that, like a total monopoly on the whole thing. Because they are. They both. They both have a head for the business. This business particularly. Yeah, and I don't feel I don't feel that Brian I feel that he knows or or thinks that Catherine has something up her sleeve, but I don't think he's scared of it. No. Like I that's why and he his, tells her his confidence slash ego slash cockiness, whichever way you want to play mm-hmm. it, sometimes helps. Yeah. Sometimes hinders. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this one actually plays out. Right. Um but yeah, I do think that it's interesting that you know, what Catherine's saying is that she can't have it look like Breck approved the sale of marijuana and now all of a sudden they're, no, no, we don't really want this anymore. Because in in the end, that's going to hurt whatever dispensary she thinks that she could support through her wholesale right. grow. So I feel like it's a very, very interesting play. I, and, I, and I also wonder what Brian would have said and how Brian would have reacted if she would have said, well, I got a better grow than you, uh, that's what's going to happen. I think he I feel like it's smart of her laughed. to hold her cards. Uh-huh. But I feel but that... But she outright lied. 
She outright she lied, which is the lie. only yes. When um, in the beginning, he said something. Oh, I mean, just the fact that he's asking, "What's your stake?" and she said, "I have absolutely none." Like you've no, I have no stake in this. It doesn't affect me, and it absolutely does. But she does say she's scared of how it will affect the industry. Right. So that's but if what you don't she's have a scared stake about. In it, what do you care? Go buy on airport. Well, because <laughs> it's clear that she's a mar- she's involved in the marijuana business. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that that's a lie. I I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's a white lie. It, 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 it totally if the was. word lie is involved, it's a white lie. It's a business lie. I feel like many people. She's withholding her, information. Her yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than lying, it's not like she's saying, "Well, I have." It would be different if she was saying, "We want it to be yes because I already have this spot leased out, and I'm going to be four doors down from you, and my weed's going to be better than yours, so let's do this." Right. You know, she's not lying in that sense, but she's a little cutthroat, dude. Yeah, she's a little cutthroat. She has a plan. She's got she's a plan. Not showing it. No. Would you? Hell no, but I also don't, I'm too honest, where, like, <laughs> if someone asked me, I'd be like, maybe, <laughs> but I don't need to reveal that to you right now. And then, you know, who knows? He still revealed his, even with her saying that, and he still knew she was lying. He knew right. she has something. But this is when she says it's too little, too late on the plan to move she got to the ma- shopping center. As soon as he said that, she got so mad. And she you- was using anything in her arsenal to say you can't do this because you're going to basically be leaving all of us. And you think that that's you think that she was actually do. mad or you think, she, yes. you think he, oh, I thought you said you, I thought you said you thought she was saying that to deter him from trying to do that plan. Both. I think oh, she was okay. actually mad because it affects her. Would it not? Not necessarily. If yeah, because then if the vote well, goes it looks bad, like he it didn't do matter. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, I get you right. But then, but then it's still there. It's, it's not that the town voted no. It's that he was like, you know what? Fine. Right. I'm, I'm pissing some people off. That's not what we're here to do with this industry. I'm going to move so that there doesn't have to be a solid no, which I but feel like would hurt everyone vote, more. And then still going to affect her and them. So he, Fair enough. it's like, you know, when he's not the front runner, but he's the uh, icon of what this vote's about. Right. Technically, even though it affects all of the dispensaries. Um so that's why she's mad because then it removes that person, that head, that like, you know, kind of leader of why this is even happening. And now there's no one to really yeah, run a to open up or, a door for her to do something exactly. else. Um, and I wonder, I wonder, uh, I'm so curious to see how it plays out. <laughs> you know, it's going to be, uh, you know what I also know? Only two episodes. Too. I know. I can't wait. We only have two more episodes. Two more episodes, people. Um, I, you know, when we see that Brian doesn't take her call later in the episode, mm-hmm. I feel that's when more of the cockiness comes in. Like, I'm not taking her call. She's just oh, going to yeah. lie to me. I think so, too. And I think he's kind of had it. Like, he's yeah. been really forthcoming with her right. to this point. And I think he was kind of like, listen, if you're not going to tell me what your investment is in this, I don't need to hear it. And I don't need you to get on my back about having a campaign or... Yeah. Do you agree with Brian and what he's doing right now, knowing that this is coming up, that there's zero campaigning? I mean, how many people, I don't know off the top of my head, I think they said 5,000 people are in the city of Breck, uh, something like that, the population. Remember. I could be totally wrong on that. But, you know, I would think, 
which is crazy to me. I would think that if this vote went to the town, that there are way more people that would say Wanna yes. If every single person in the town was forced to vote, mm-hmm. they had to vote. A ballot was brought to their house. They had to do it uh-huh. right there. I feel like way majority vote would be yes. Depends. I I feel like the culture have been to the town, yes, yes. knowing the town. I feel like that's the way it will be. I also think that most of those people that would say yes are probably the people that won't vote too. Okay. So I don't know why Brian is not thinking that and not to trying to get out there as soon as they made the decision yeah. to vote. I mean, I get the the grow has to happen. I get all this has to happen. Or even Caitlyn. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to have part in the other stuff. She can go out there and talk to people and be like, hey, right. we need your vote or whatever. Like, it's crazy to me that that's not happening yet. Well, I agree with that. And that's why everyone who is on their side or wants the vote to go through is pressuring them and asking why aren't you doing something. But when she said, when Catherine said that Brian answered that he doesn't want to spend more money... I don't get that because, like, you're saying... I don't saying, know what it costs. Put up flyers. Yeah. Like, do a, a minimal marketing campaign. I get that. I never think that campaign should be spent a lot of money because then it becomes who's got the most money wins yeah. kind well, of Because you know the town... Ta- I mean, we don't know per se yet, but I'm sure the town is putting up some Something. sort of campaign. The board, right? The board, like the, yeah, yeah. The council. Against it. Yeah, because so how those people have the money point. that... Yeah they put into mm-hmm. projects anyway and they're all against it and they're taking money away from Elizabeth's projects they're probably putting it into a campaign like I'm sure they could even get a bunch of kids or not kids students people who are big yes. fans of the dispensary on Main Street to go around door to door who aren't doing anything anyway and like do that educate, you know, educate people promote and that's the thing it, we see we see flyers Sonny, we see the people that are super everyone at the BCC seems super educated yep, so yep. I feel like even if I'm they i Three days of work, whatever the cost is, whatever it's got to trump what you could lose if you have to right. move. Awareness. So that that's the thing. Again, the second thing in this episode for me that's a little bit of a flaw in Brian is he's not aware. You know, it was yeah. the inspection of the building, and he's not necessarily aware of how important. Again, unless he really just thinks that I don't want to be there to deal with this anyway, the shopping center is a better location. Unless he's putting kind of all his eggs in that basket, which I I don't, maybe we don't know yet. Which is so funny because you're like, these are my two flaws and I'm like, these are the two reasons I finally think he's a smart businessman. (laughs) It's so funny how we get that out of the same episode. That is really funny. It's just, I mean, the way people see things, but yeah, that's my point. I think his eggs are in that basket because I don't think he sees another way. Yes, campaigning would help, but with him building off building the thing, the plant and her off taking care of business, I guess they kind of feel like they're strapped. Yeah, but <laughs> your whole business is riding on it. it. I know. How, I don't know. How I is mean, that I agree. a smart choice? Oh, I'm going to just be too busy Even, to campaign. Like you said, if Catherine's up your ass, hire her for five minutes. She'll, she's powerful. She'll make something yeah, that happen to in me like five is, minutes. That to me is... I'm I'm curious that Brian didn't say something as to okay I hire you you have to sign X Y Z which I don't think she would have signed anyway right, right. but X Y Z that you're revealing to me that your intentions aren't to do this for me and then you backstab me right and, you know and again I'm sure you can't write though? a contract exactly like that but there's a way to do that so that she can't Legally. that she's doing it for him for pay not to profit herself right, right. somehow um, this just came to me and I Uh-oh. know this is kind of stupid no it's so easy. Dude, if he 
if that vote goes to no and he's already off, that means he has no competition in that town still if he got the city market area. So that's why he doesn't care to help that because he's so putting his eggs in the basket and Well, the competition is just a half a mile away on Airport Road. He's just still closer to Brick. Right. He's still... But then if he moves and everyone's allowed to go into the Airport Road, um, not Main Street, Street, maybe he'll lose... Nah, he thinks he'll make more over there. That's all I'm saying. That's his mentality. That's where he is right now. That's why he doesn't care because if the vote goes to no, it's better for him. Unless it makes him move, which he's not planning on moving. I don't think if the vote goes to no, it's better for anyone. Right. I can't. I don't know. I think it's better for him if he finds another location. I think it's better he's covering his butt. But yeah, in the same sense, what if it goes to yes, then his place is open. (laughs) Catherine's going to get someone else to move right in there. And they got his spot. He'd be do? pissed. He'd be so pissed. But see, I don't know that I would do that gamble. Both. No, <laughs> you're crazy over there. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I think he has all this money that he's. I know he can't eat lunchables, dude. He's eating lunchables <laughs> at a Capri Sun. That's amazing at a Capri Sun. That was a, the cutest uh, shot of him too. He was yeah. just like he's clearly very uncomfortable with the camera. So yeah, they all are, which yeah. is really good. It's which really you good. have to, you know. Give a shout out to the crew for making them feel that comfort Absolutely. so that they can be that. What else? Anything Not else easy. about this episode that you wanted to talk about before we uh, wrap up for today? Um, no. You know, I think we hit most of the um, major points of this thing. You know, we didn't see in this episode if he got the city market, right? Or not? So we're waiting for Mm-mm. next episode to see if that even happens. No. And I-, I wonder if we'll... Have to wait, too. Because I really thought last episode ended kind of it's going to this vote. So I was like... It keeps going to the vote. Yeah. The vote's happening December I don't think 9th. we're finding, like out, with, I don't think we're finding <laughs> out about the vote until episode, <laughs> episode eight. eight. But um, Gary Freeze with the art gallery, that's where I thought he came back in the car. But I can't really remember if he said anything about that. He was still just probably talking about the whole vote and stuff. Not yeah, really I don't about think it was market. clear. I don't, okay. I, I don't think so. You know what actually stood out to me is that... In, I don't know if you saw some of the coming attractions for next week Ooh. or for the weeks to come. Yeah. It had someone talking with a blurred face. Ooh. Which made, which was very interesting to me because there's someone that had important enough information but didn't want to be associated, like, didn't want to be on camera. Do you remember what they said? No. It, it was just like a snippet. Huh. So I'm very curious to see what happens there it could be nothing and right. i could totally be no, blowing it out of proportion guy, but i was like oh what's he gonna say yeah the only other guy they shot like that where they didn't reveal was one of the contractors that brian was working with yeah but that was it oh, okay maybe it could just be like a contract or something but i did see that um hmm. and, and it gets heated it gets gonna I saw get Catherine heated get a little heated. i love it i can't I, wait for it to get heated i, I love it i love I this show so much all right, well, that does it for our show here today. That was episode six, Sneaky Smart. Yep. Who do you think they're talking about, Sneaky Smart? I think it was Catherine. I think of so course too. it is. I think so too. Which is amazing how she's just come in to this show and, you know, is now kind of also, over. you yep. know, a, a major player. player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, sweet. Well, unfortunately, Andrea is leaving us, leaving the panel. Sorry, she is guys. going. I'm really pissed. It's okay. She uh, is going to be traveling for the next two months with a job. So 
me and Meredith will be back again next week to finish the last two episodes. Hopefully, we'll have some more people call in. And um, even where, me, I'll where try can and call in yeah, and call give my in. opinion. I think that'd be really fun. Where can the people keep up with all the things you're doing? You guys, you gotta follow me at Andy Fasano, A N D I F A S A N O, and uh, yeah, tweet me. Like I said, stay uh, aware of my Periscope because I do that once in a while, and uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. And I'd love to talk to you guys about the show. Keep, I'll keep the conversation going. I just oh, might you, not be you sitting stole my right slogan. here. Oh, <laughs> did I? Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we're just we're, we're working well here. So. I know. This is really fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm really glad that you said yes to this show. Me too. Because it was a very fun experience. Yes. Um, I'll be back next week again. Uh, I'm Steph Z. You guys can find me at I A M S T E F Z on all the social media platforms. Keep the conversation going. Uh, Let me know how you feel. <laughs> Let me know what's going on. And um, thanks again for all your support, guys. Yeah, thanks. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 